Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to this very special edition of Atlanta Business Radio. It is time for GSU ENI Radio. We are broadcasting live down at the Entrepreneurship and Innovation Institute at Georgia State University. Lee Cantor and Stone Payton here with you. Lee, this is going to be a marvelous segment. Please join me in welcoming back to the Business Radio X microphone founders with Inspire, Chidi Okolo and Tim Soak. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Oh, we are glad to have you. Uh, let's kick it off with a little bit of an update. How's Inspire doing? Inspire is moving fast. We've been pivoting a lot lately. A lot of p- pivoting? A lot of pivoting, a lot of getting ready for pitch competitions that we have coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's exciting times. So now uh, give our listeners a little background. Uh, what are you up to? So currently, um, like Tim said, we, we have been pivoting a lot. Um, in preparation in part for pitch competitions that we have coming up. So um, we are part of the Main Street cohort, which is a cohort of teams here at Georgia State University, about 21 teams. Um, and we are all a part of a program that is meant to help entrepreneurs build their business from the ground up by supplying them with funding and mentorship. So we have a pitch competition for that coming up at the end of this month. And then we have another pitch competition uh, for Ty around the same time. Right, so you're, we're talking about uh, the Main Street Entrepreneurs Seed Fund, right? Which you got some money, correct? And then now it's time to uh, kind of let everybody know what you're up to and where you're at, right? In the progress from a progress standpoint. Yes. So now, what's Inspire up to today? Well, Forget about yesterday. That's sunk cost. That doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> what's today, our to-do list today? Today, 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 moving forward, um, uh, what's Inspire? Today, we are trying to build a community um, at Georgia State of students who are trying to achieve their goals, who are attempting to win. We're trying to help them optimize that with this community, and we're starting with the GSU Rec Center. Okay, so you're trying to find that minimum viable audience, right? And then build a service to serve them, to help them. Yes, and then branch out after we see that we've had some traction in that niche. Mm -hmm. And then what's the way that this user is going to be able to kind of achieve their goals? How do you kind of see that coming about? Um, so like Tim said, we want to really focus on building that community aspect so that they can look towards the community for things like accountability, support, inspiration, motivation, and then look towards leaders within that community that can help offer them uh, their resources and just kind of lead by example and provide sort of like a digital footprint of how they've gone to where they are. As well as accountability. So the accountabilities and like, how'd you come up with the elements of what inspires about? Like, how'd you land on accountability, support, inspiration, <clears throat> motivation? How'd you land on those as the keys to help someone achieve a goal? Well, our proof of concept, inspireme.io, uh, it's a functional website app and it has all of the features that we just mentioned. It has basically the main features of the website app is a goal group inside that goal group. There's a place where you can share that goal group code to invite your friends who have that similar goal. There's a place where you can write a description of what you want that goal to be and why you want it to be. And there's also other elements such as a leaderboard for a competitive atmosphere, a place where you can track your progress and pops over the nice goal chart, and then a place where a com- the community can chat within the goal group. So... So let's play one out. What's a goal that some people... Where is, do you have any communities that are up and running? 
So the community that we're working on building currently is the fitness community. There fitness. Are a lot of fitness. So community, these are yes. people that want to become fit or they're already fit and they want to be super fit? Like both. Both. So, so anybody that's interested in fitness. Right. Anyone that's interested in fitness wants to improve their life uh, in a, f- a fitness. Through way. fitness. Yes. Okay. So now activity. say that's like, a, a, and this is a good time of year, beginning of the year. People have New Year's resolutions. I want to go to the gym more or something like that. Right. Would that be a goal that would fit under the fitness umbrella? It would be. Maybe something like go to the gym three times a week. Or three times a week. Okay. So now I say, okay, I'm in. I want to be in that group. So what happens? So... What happens is you join our Snapchat story, mm-hmm. and on our Snapchat story, we have everyone that is also aspiring to achieve fitness goals. They are able to view that story, and then the people that are posting are people that are maybe a little bit more established. You know, they've been going to the gym very often. They have workouts that they like to share with people. Um, they have some motivational insight that they like to share with people, and everyone is engaging on the story. And then the, for the people that want to actually start working towards achieving their goals um, on a weekly basis, we are planning on posting challenges on our story, fitness challenges. So go to the week three times this week or wake up this morning and do 10, 15 pushups right. in a limited amount of time. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with Snapchat, but you can record what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is uh, people would record them taking part in the challenges and then they would track their progress in the challenge uh, on our proof of concept, which Tim just mentioned, inspire me. inspireme.io. So in within Inspire Me, they'd all be in groups together and they'd have the ability to communicate with each other. So they can like it. I can say, oh, great job. Glad, or I can say, hey, dude, uh, Tim, you said you'd be here and do 10 push-ups. It's now, you know, 4.30 in the afternoon when he's getting around to the push-ups. Essentially, yes. <laughs> yes. So that's where you want that kind of engagement, right? Where mm-hmm. the people are cheering each other on and celebrating this success, but also holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And a bit of competition as well. And then the competition is... Everybody who made 10 push-ups today are eligible to win a prize or something like that? Yes, something we like will that. have incentives. So um, incentives as well. So they won't be as granular as um, in the future, but right now maybe like a $5 gift card to Starbucks or right. Chick-fil-A. So now um, when you've gone through this process, how has it changed you as people? Has this changed the way you look at life in any way? Is this now, uh, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur in terms of entrepreneurship? Right. This entrepreneurship experience, oh, are God. you like... This has definitely changed both yeah. of us. Actually. Right. Or is it like, first. oh, this is a nightmare. I'm going to get a job. This is too hard. It, it's it, There's nobody telling me what to do. I got to make all this stuff up. And it's challenging. I'm frustrated. You can go first. For me, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like I, I love the idea of being, being able to work on my passion. But then like you just said, you have to worry about other things like school, getting getting a job. You know, right, making sure that you're financially gotta stable, you gotta, gotta get paid right? exactly. So it's been it's been a struggle trying to balance, um, you know, everything I want to do in terms of my mental health, my physical health, my school, my finances, mm-hmm. with things I have to do in order to continue to grow and build and inspire me as a company. Right, inspire as a company. So it's definitely been a journey. Um, Tim and I, we both try to use each other as support systems the best we can. Mm-hmm. So like when we notice that. Those times where we are maybe losing motivation, we can look to each other and say, you know, let's have a talk. Let's try to figure things out. You got to make a, a kind of a group. We try to use our apps. You got yeah. exactly. <laughs> I need other entrepreneurs here cheering me on. Exactly. So now, um, how'd you two meet? Men in high school. High school. And then, um, what was the catalyst for this idea? Um, at first, so the idea came when. I was the the original idea came when I was in economics class and we were talking about the importance of incentives in the economy. Right. And incentives is one of the core uh, 
drivers of drivers behavior. of exactly. And one of the core things that we want to drive people's behavior when they use our app. So the initial idea was just to create an app that you know had people do the things that they needed to do, like go to the gym, wake up on time, read more often, and then we'd give them money in return. And that was the original idea, and then Tim and I had already been communicating with each other on like a business level leading up to that point. We'd met in high school originally, and then uh, the summer going into college, we met at a mutual friend's birthday party, and we started talking about stocks. He told me that he was working at uh, Just Fitness For You. He told me if I wanted to get a job that he could put me on. Mm-hmm. Got a job there two weeks in to working with him. Uh, we started talking about this idea I had in economics class, and then we just started vibing. Our energy started you know, meshing together, and then we came up with the idea of Inspire Me. And ever since then, about two and a half years later, we've been slowly but surely working towards, you know, building our building out our idea and testing out our idea, finding product market fit, all those type of things. So now, what um, got you clued in to the Main Street Entrepreneur Seed Fund? Well, how did you find out about that, and what made you kind of so pitch them to get involved? It was a it's a long story. It started with one of my friends, Josh Kwan, who told me about Launch DSU, our on campus student incubator. And then, so were you you weren't aware of that before? No, we were we were currently uh finishing our freshman year. Yeah. And we didn't know what we were doing. We were yeah. still working on the idea. We didn't know what we were doing. We were, we were asking random people in the Right. On the so you're just hanging out questions. like in we the were dorm. doing a bit of customer discovery, but like it was nowhere it wasn't near kind of organized and kind of methodical. Yeah. We had an idea but not an idea at the same time. Right. So uh he, he, Josh put us on Launch GSU on on campus student incubator from there. We, I first became friends with Miss Bracy, and then me and Chidi started hanging around, launched the issue more, and just getting acquainted with that network. And then, and that was very helpful in terms of taking kind of this nebulous idea and then really honing it and focusing absolutely. on. Yeah. Okay, there's already been processes of how to vet things and <laughs> kind of do discovery and things like that. And why don't we just instead of recreating the wheel, we can just kind of use these systems that are already in place. Exactly. And that probably helped you accelerate progress i would imagine mm-hmm. it did for a, a good amount of time and then right. Ms. bracy just uh she she told us about this competition called the georgia adventure pitch competition right i think we talked about it the last, last time, time we were on right. this uh, podcast but that competition was the first actual time we needed to buckle down and really actually pitch because now you have to come up with something that's kind of real that people are going to judge you on exactly but is this, is this going to be viable or not right now this isn't just two guys in a room hanging out. This is now I'm telling everybody and then they're going to tell me. social accountability. Right? Yeah. And that's part of your incentives, right? Absolutely. Exactly. So this was all using kind of your belief system in helping you hone your idea and seeing if it was viable. In a sense, yes. So that so you were seeing it in action that it can work. Yeah. So we, that's encouraging. It is. And you know, we have like a lot of people around us that continue to support us as we you know see progress. Mm-hmm. So... So now you're pre- you're prepping right now for this contest in it's two pitches actually. Right. Yeah. So both of them are they around the same time? Yes. The Main Street pitch, pitch I believe is February 23rd, 7th, 27th. <laughs> and then I think um, the tie the tie competition is the 22nd. Yeah. Okay, so they're like a week apart, but it's the same kind of you have to do the same type of activity, right? Yeah. Maybe a little Essentially, different for each one. But the length is different for the TYE, the Young Entrepreneurship yep. Um, pitch it's 10 minutes and main street is three so a bit of a a bit of a different length so now um how have you been preparing for those pitches 
So do you for, have mentors? Each group has mentors, right? Yeah, we actually we have a mentor for both the Main Street pitch and the Thai competition pitch. So for Main Street, we've been meeting with Jameen Moten. Um, she has her own security business here, yeah. and she's Skyler. Yeah, she's been kind enough to um, help prepare us for the pitch competition. So just the, last week, we sent her our pitch deck. She doesn't like to lose. She just heads like up. To lose. She told us on that. that. Yeah. She does not like to lose. She was an athlete. I don't know if you know her background, but she was an athlete in college. And yeah. very competitive. What did she play? She was in track and almost a le- Olympic level. Wow. Whoa. That's, yeah. You can't let her down. That's motivating. <laughs> That's motivating. That's motivating. So now, uh, so you're working with her. Like, Is that a informal or formally? Are you sitting down in person? Or are you doing it over the phone or Skype or something like that? We meet in this room at times. And then so she's telling you what's what because she's already done this. Yeah. So we basically tell her what we're doing. She helps us out, gives us a perspective, her mm-hmm. business level perspective, and gives us more information about the pitch, things like that. So what are you most nervous about of this pitch? Um, well, like we mentioned before, a good amount of times we're pivoting at the moment. So just being able to show the traction that we've seen with um, leading up to this moment and going forward after after the pivot. So now what's been the most kind of, what's a clue that you're onto something? What do you have data that's saying, Hey, this can work. We just have to do more of this. So one of the things that students or young people nowadays are doing on uh, social media, they are doing these things called check-in checkouts Mm -hmm. where they basically take a picture of them going to the gym and they call it a check-in. And then when they leave, they call it checkout and they also tag friends. So they try to motivate other people and keep them accountable. So that's a sign of ideally idea traction in a sense. Right. That people think that doing that helps keep them accountable. Exactly. So So they just need a platform. So now you're going to give them a platform to do those check in check outs. Did you take that as part of now your product or service that, hey, we should do a check in check out? Yes. Yes. So like Chidi mentioned earlier, one of the weekly challenges could be go to the gym at least three times a week. And in order to that, you got to check in, check out three right. times a week. Or and tag us when you're checking in, checking out. So we know you precisely. did Precisely. So now, uh, which one of you are, are handling kind of the coding or developing of the website and the app and things like that? Or is that something you have another partner for? Yes, we actually have a third uh, co-founder. He did co-found the company with us back in 2017. Um, he's the technical co-founder, so he's the one that takes he's care of... He's in the of, basement eating Cheetos and drinking yeah, Red Bull, uh, making this thing real. He's the he's he's coder that's in the basement eating Cheetos, <laughs> yeah. making things real, yeah. So now, um, how do you all get along? Do you all have a common vision, or are you fighting? What, how do so, you kind of deal with all that personalities? Like I told you one day, uh, Ms. Bracey is a, is a big influence in our company because she was there at day one. Uh, one thing she told us is in order to have any successful venture or company, you must have three elements. You must have a technician, a visionary, and a manager. Right. And we all fulfill one of those roles. So. Okay. But so you all, like, how do you get consensus to say, okay, this is, we got too many features. We got to focus in on just one. We are going after too many audiences. We got to focus in on one. Who's the one that's kind of the voice of reason that's. We haven't had too many conflicts like that where we've really butted heads on one issue, like whether or not we should approach a certain target market or what type of features we should have in the app. When we do, we, we usually just talk it out, have a conversation, and then whoever gives the most valid and reasonable argument, usually that's the idea that we go with. Um, but we try to th- keep things cordial. We did have one moment uh, where we just put everything on the table. We 
told each other everything that you know we think that we could be doing better mm -hmm. um and that was really helpful going forward but you it's it's a pretty good i mean we're also we have our own interests and interests and our own things that we're doing in our own time so it's becomes tough to battle for each other's time and continue to build the well, startup. how do you get the the kind of all in mentality you you need at some point you're some you all have to say i'm in right yeah. at some point mm -hmm. exactly. you're gonna have to cross that bridge right if you're serious about doing this right. and you want this to be real you got to put all your chips on the table and say okay this is what we're doing now i think that comes with having a clear sense of direction and everyone being on the same page um side note we actually so isaiah our cto mm -hmm. the third co-founder he did co-found the company with us but there was a period there where we didn't have him on our team necessarily because he found another job um he's a very really smart kid really really smart kid and he got an offer for being paid 50 dollars an hour right. and we're a startup so we can't really compete with that um so right now a part of the reason for why we're pivoting he's back with us now but we're also you know trying to get back on the same mindset that you're talking about where we're all you know, focusing on achieving a certain goal, a specific goal, and we can all dedicate our time and energy towards achieving that goal. And that's why startups are so fragile, right? Because everybody has this dream. It sounds good on paper and when you're hanging out in your dorm, but when you're kind of the rubber hits the road, something we got to produce, things have to happen. We got to get Sacrifices users. Sacrifices have to be made. Right. And you got to say, how important really is this? Right. Those are hard questions for you. Yeah, I've actually never faced that reality until this semester when I've had so much on my plate. Well, now you're getting competing things. People are now, you're getting older. You're, it's time now to graduate. You're getting closer to that. And then people are like, hey, I'll pay you $50 an hour. And then you're like, well, I have this dream. This could be a $100 million billion company or I can make $50 an hour today. <laughs> That's actually the founder's dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then what do you do? Those are hard questions for a young person to be wrestling with. And that's where your mentors help. And that's where uh, your beliefs help. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've thought over mm -hmm. that a lot of times this semester. Right. That's hard. So now um, the experience though, to go through this and, and struggle with these things are important in the, your growth as a human being. And obviously where you're at today is not going to be where you're at tomorrow or 20 years down the road, but these lessons are going to be there. You're going to have the same struggles as you grow. Uh, and I think this is one of the most important parts of entrepreneurship. You're dealing with this today. Some people aren't going to be dealing with this for 10 years. Uh, or never. <laughs> right, or never. So now, um, any advice for that young entrepreneur, that freshman that's coming into GSU and dude, has an idea? Dude, start as early as you can. Yeah, seriously. Because the more experience you get, as a, a young person, the better. We would not be in this position if we didn't start as soon as high school ended. Right. So if you would have started sooner, and then maybe what about lessons in terms of getting coming up with your idea so you can eliminate some of the pivots? Customer discovery is the most important process. And then from customer discovery, you build your MVP. So you do that first traction. and then get traction, real data, not ideas, not, oh, this sounds good, but let people tell you what. Numbers will talk. <laughs> right. And then was that a hard lesson to learn? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lesson learned. Uh, one that was part of the process, I think. Uh, so like, like Tim said, we started early and we still have, you know, Georgia State's resources, whether right. that be mainstream entrepreneurship or just all the mentorship that we, that is being provided to us. 
So, I mean, I think it's it's more of a learning experience than anything. One that is that I that I enjoy going through. So now, uh, what do you need more of today? What would you like in order to to make Inspire kind of grow? money? We honestly. need that capital. Money, yeah. Well, you got to tell the compelling story if you want the money. Yeah. You got We're, that figured out? You're working on the pitch for the story? We are. And you got the data that's going to make the story We real? will have the data. <laughs> All right. If somebody wants to learn more and help you out, maybe get involved in some of these groups, where should they go? They can follow us on Instagram at inspireme.io. That's N-S-P-I-R-E-M-E dot I-O. And then from there, you can click the link, and then you'll be brought to our landing page at staymotivated.me. You can go all the way to the bottom, and you'll see add us on Snapchat. And you can join our Snapchat goal community, where we will post those weekly challenges. We'll keep you accountable. You can track your progress. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, and best of luck. And uh, the pitches are coming, what, a few, three weeks away. So it's game on. It's game time. Let's get it. All right. Thank you again for being part of the show. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on GSU ENI Radio.